thank you guys so much for listening to the Bloody Podcast. My name is Lori Roggenkamp, and I am joined, as always, by our wonderful co- my wonderful co-host, Maria Felix, who does amazing research. In fact, was one of the only bright, shining stars in a review. So thank you very much, Maria. And our uh, resident guest who, uh, you know... Our guy in the back. Yeah, the guy in the back who who interrupts too much. Yeah. Uh, You know what? If you could, please. I appreciate being able to get through this intro. Yeah, Um, sorry. Sorry, Lori. (laughs) You guys might not know it, but that intro was the 28th time. (laughs) In a row. In a row. No interruptions. It was great. We should just put all of them back. (laughs) I took a hit for every time Lori restarted. (laughs) So we'll see how this goes. <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> so today we're talking about the Kennedy women again. Kennedy women part two. The Kennedy curse. Honestly, the first one was about the Kennedy curse too, but saying the Kennedy curse sounds cool. Yeah. Because so of the it. K sound. Yeah. So. Curse. This time curse has a K. Curse. <laughs> <laughs> um. So before we get to Eunice and the others, I wanted to offer a little bit more clarification that some of us may not have been aware of for Joseph P. Kennedy Sr., the dad. Oh, okay. Uh, He was a well-known anti-Semitic. As soon as he moved... (laughs) (laughs) Update. I don't know. I don't know why, but well-known anti-Semitic just sounds so like sad you know like it's like they can't say one nice thing about him like they're like well he's really into not liking jewish people yeah like if you ran into him at the deli you'd be like hey man how's it going he's like i'm all right the jews however yeah (laughs) you're just like did it you're like stop there dude he he referenced he referenced his hatred by calling it the jewish problem oh my god it's really weird stuff um so as soon as he moved to Britain to act as an ambassador, because remember we said that he lived there for a while, mm-hmm. uh, Joseph began meeting with, uh, with other known anti-Semites, including Nancy Astor, who was the first woman to be voted into parliament. She was an American, um, but she was also known for her vocal hatred of the Jewish people and the Catholic people. Hello, I hate the Jews and the Catholics. <laughs> She's very vocal. I mean, yeah, that's <laughs> rare. I mean, you know, hey, look, I, you know, I'm not going to congratulate a bigot, but you know, hey, you're you're reaching across the aisle to hate. So, I mean, she loved Hindus. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, that's my flavor. And L. Ron Hubbard too. She's like, I'm really into it. Oh yeah. <laughs> Um, he had an uh, he had unauthorized meetings with the German ambassador to Britain, Herbert von Dirksen, in which he said that Roosevelt was influenced by quote the Jewish problem. And mm. Dirksen told his superiors, so his his Nazi bosses, that Kennedy was no less than Germany's BFF in London. He was like he is the most useful to us. We like him. Yeah. Da. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> when he left, yeah. And so, and when, uh, when Joseph left London, it was after being disgraced 
for projecting that one Roosevelt wouldn't win, and two everybody's finding out about all this like all these like Jew hating meetings that he's having in the middle of World World War Two. Yikes! So and he also has this like quote that he told a reporter where he pro- proclaimed that democracy in England was dead, and that you know America was next. So after all that, he basically had to retreat from politics altogether uh, and, you know, just live in shame that he had openly discussed how much he, like, covertly but yet openly discussed how racist he was and, you know, had projected Roosevelt didn't win and he did win. So he just kind of left and resigned. Ugh. Yeah. I I just imagine... I just imagine him having a like a Jewish haters club and it's just like the little rascals where it's like a little cabin where it's like a tree house that says like he man Jewish haters club. No girls with a backward Z. Allowed. He was he was in a bunch of Jewish hating clubs. There was one like that wasn't it was an interesting club that I would have to like delve into that was called like the Cliveden clan or something where it was like him and this lady, Nancy Astor and a bunch of other political people that would meet and like would try to like find ways to appease the Germans during, during the war. And then one of the things that Herbert, the German ambassador said in his letter to like his superiors was that like Joseph told him that he had him and his father had been long-standing members of country clubs in America where nobody of the Jewish nature was allowed. So, yeah. Wow. Mm. Mm. Well, instead of pickles, it was penny loafers, but, you know, same thing. Wow, what a bunch of fucking tools. What a dick. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, there's probably part of the curse. It's just uh well yeah I mean, karma, yeah for you know? sure sure <laughs> okay so i just wanted to clarify that about dear old dad he was really shitty in like every way yeah that's that's tough i i mean again i go back to the whole thing about like my grandma was pretty racist and uh pretty uh, like a giant bee uh towards the end of her life and she had this simone lady who came and was like to her funeral and was like she was so nice to me and she would always ask me how my day was and i was just like oh i know for a fact that my grandma was not nice to her and so the fact that like that like nobody could say something nice about him was just like yeah he was all around a big douche (laughs) yeah it seemed yeah he just he's a tough guy to deal with so i hate it so it's just so yeah unnecessary it's, and dumb it's, it's, yeah yeah good god it really it's just small-minded people who want to feel better about themselves putting down stuff they don't know anything about yeah but it's and then when then joseph like you know as it is with these with these white men it's like it ran deep there was one letter that said like uh one letter that he wrote to somebody and i don't have the direct quote in front of me but he basically was telling this other american politician that like the problem wasn't Germany's hate with the Jewish people. It's how loud they were about it. It's like, whoa, that is some yeah. mm-hmm. treacherous thought. Mm-hmm. Well, that's like, I mean, that's like the whole Trump thing. You know, you have people who were like, Trump, the problem with Trump was that he was 
he was more, he was vocal. Like he would talk about stuff. He didn't do things behind the scenes. And so you have people who sort of are coming up that are learning from that. And you're like, oh, great. So we're going to have some, somebody 10 times worse. Exactly. <sighs> so, yeah. Oof. So let's Oof. talk about something positive instead. Yes. Let's get into it. <laughs> uh, we're going to talk about Eunice. And uh, Eunice, as far as I could find, didn't have anything insanely terrible happened in her life. Besides already the fact that her, you know. The, the tragedy that already surrounds her is being a sister of JFK, you know, which is enough tragedy, obviously. But yeah. she didn't directly seem to cause anything uh, out of bounds, I guess. Um, Eunice studied sociology and she had an extensive career working in the government and nonprofit sector. And she focused on the betterment of children and the disabled. She was extremely close to her sister, Rosemary before and after Rosemary's isolation from the family. In 1953, she married Sergeant Shriver, a Yale man and decorated soldier. They met while he was working at Newsweek. Before that, Sergeant had actually met and befriended her brother John in freshman year of high school. In 1957, she took over the Joseph P. Kennedy Foundation and shifted the focus from Catholic programs like her dad had it to children's health and special needs. She then opened Camp Shriver, which eventually turned into the Special Olympics. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's great. Together, her and her husband also founded the Peace Corps and the Job Corps and a bunch of, like, so many other humanitarian programs. Oh, wow. Good for them. Okay, cool. They were both Democrats, staunch Catholics, and very vocal anti-abortionists. Uh, but that kind of comes with the, the territory of being a Catholic. I guess so. You know? Yeah. You can't they have were everything. The, they were the, in the group of, the, of Democrats in the late, I'm going to say late 90s, that were like, that kind of shifted over. Now you would pretty much consider them Republicans. Yeah. But they were, they were like very anti-abortion it was like the most republican thing they did was be very anti-abortion and donated yeah. a lot to the cause and stuff hmm. um but uh she was also crucial in the execution of the american disabilities act a big deal okay okay um she was yeah she she did a lot of good she did a lot of good and so did her husband and uh she's in the women's national hall of fame now and like her mother before her, she was knighted by a pope, which I found out when you're a woman and you're knighted in, by a pope, you're called a dame. Oh, I oh. know shit. Mm-hmm. I knew that was a thing for the queen, but I didn't realize you could get knighted by a pope. It's called like papa knighthood, which I don't really think it means much. It's just, again, another oh. title that if you've been a really good Catholic, like extremely good, I guess. Oh yeah, it's uh. Sorry, I don't want. I don't want you to think you didn't do a bit. It's papal, papal knighthood. It's papal, or it is. Yeah, or you're saying it's. A- no, that's what it's called. It's papal. <laughs> Are you sure it's not yes. Venmo? <laughs> Come on, guy in the back making quips. I, I believe it's pronounced Venmo. Venmo. <laughs> 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 that's what happens when you get knighted when you're muslim 
بیل مهم بیل مارایز king of the north okay that's the only accent I feel comfortable doing all right okay um Eunice and Sergeant had five children and I won't spend much more time on her but we all know or do we all know yeah you know including she had Maria Shriver who would go on to marry Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yes, that's right. <laughs> Guess who's what's good in the neighborhood, huh? What? <laughs> this in, this horrible impression. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> Guess who's coming to dinner? It's me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I would love to see a remake of Guess Who's Coming to Dinner with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, my God. I mean, immediately. Yeah. Immediately. Yes. I mean, it's just really like Arnold and Danny DeVito need to make another movie together. That could be it. They, they, <laughs> could, it. they could play a gay couple and it could be called Guess Who's Coming to Dinner? And it's Danny DeVito and Arnold Schwarzenegger are gay, a gay couple. Why can't they be twins again? Because twins, be twins aren't dating each other, Maria. <laughs> <laughs> Why can't they be gay, Maria? Okay, no kinks. Because they were already twins? Yeah, they were already twins. Oh, yeah. <laughs> This one's called Lovers. No, it's called Guess Who's Coming to Dinner, parentheses, Lovers. <laughs> it's Lovers. The brotherly level. Let's get back to it. Okay. He's little, but he's all the man I need. Uh, even though Eunice remained Democratic, he, when uh, Arnold ran as governor of California as a Republican, Eunice supported his campaign. Nice. <laughs> and then it was in 2011 when Maria finally divorced Arnold Schwarzenegger. Why? <laughs> Probably because we all know no why. For no reason at all. <laughs> there is not one spinning image of him, half Mexican boy, running around. Now. Yeah. Sorry, Salvadorian. <laughs> I think. I don't think I that mean, was the reason. I think she was like, "You've been in too many movies recently." <laughs> <laughs> She's like, "I hate the Expendables. <laughs> hate it." Could you just imagine, just like seeing that kid randomly and just being like, "This, I think he." Does he? It's just like, it just gets to a point where you're like, like that, okay, that's your kid. It's not even a question. No, it's, it's, it's never been a question. That kid must have had Arnold's chin when he was nine. Yeah. 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 When, he, when he left the room, he was like, when he left the womb, he was like, I'll be back. Yeah. In the womb? Yeah. <laughs> His first word was. <laughs> he already, yeah, he had the weird Austrian accent, even though he grew up here in California. <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm from Santa Monica. <laughs> You said I could spend. I don't know what that was. <laughs> more era. It's it's papal, Maria. It's papal. <laughs> it's papal. <laughs> it's not the Venmo. Okay, okay, we're done. Yeah. Uh, beyond being one of the first ladies of California, Maria was a reporter, and she was the creator of the Alzheimer's Project. Oh, yeah. Uh, there's more on her, but I can't, like, if we covered everybody, it would just, it would be crazy. Uh, there was also, just to go back to the children of Joseph and Rose real quick, but there was also Patricia, who I think I mentioned the last episode, but I wasn't sure. Uh, she was another one of their daughters. She wanted to be a film producer, but didn't find substantial success in Hollywood. 
and it's mostly because of sexism. She went on to marry a guy, uh, yeah, a guy that became like mayor of Santa Monica. And then they divorced. That was pretty much it. I, I admit that there definitely was, you know, wasn't is rampant sexism in Hollywood, and that probably really did affect her not being able to be a producer. But by the time she also tried to be a producer, like her dad had already, who had worked in Hollywood for a long time, had already also bad mouthed Hollywood. As being like you know taken over Oof. by the Jews, Ooh. so I wonder if yeah, that had tough. anything to do with it too. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah, they just like subtly didn't get rid of work because they were like, no, yeah, too. We're like, good. your dad said some shit. Go back to the White House. Well, <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> you also bring up a good point in that it is definitely very. It, it probably happened to her more than anybody else because it is a sexist thing when a woman does something unspeakable or is tangentially involved. Everybody's like, j'accuse! <laughs> like, you know, the yeah. in, uh, that lady in Game of Thrones where she's like, shame! The nun. Um, yeah, the nun, who's now on, uh, I didn't know, was on Ten Lasso. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, uh, everybody wants to, ra- uh, you know, gather up and and crucify the woman so it's like she she had the misfortune of being you know related to the to somebody who was anti-semitic which i'm pretty sure that she probably wasn't too far off from him either but um, that's you know well that has to be the assumption it's unfortunate but yeah Mm -hmm. yeah but they probably were like oh her father's the only reason why she's here is because her father's i'm just doing everybody as a valley girl the only reason why she's here is her father's rich and she's he was super anti-semitic and also she's really ugly Ugh. <laughs> yeah this town is run on nepotism and it doesn't work if your dad does not uh vibe not with the community. Nice. that's not what ben stiller said it's yeah that's that was ben great. stiller is fucking that. wrong so well yeah well <laughs> you mean jerry stiller's son didn't doesn't think it's on run on nepotism no it's based on how hard you work I never helped my son with anything. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We're, so that's what happened with Patricia. Uh, and now let's get into Jackie Kennedy. So Jackie Kennedy was born Jackie Lee Bouvier at, to a wealthy stockbroker and a socialite. She had a younger sister named Caroline Lee. Jackie had an extensive education with a focus in all things French. She was also fluent in Spanish and Italian, both languages that would later aid her husband's presidential administration and campaign. Hmm. Um, Jackie's parents didn't really like each other after like a couple of years, to be honest, because they were just like married for money. Um, so they had that a very contentious relationship. But the girls were very close with their dad. <clears throat> Jack, uh, their dad's name was Jack, and Jack Bouvier was a very obviously favored Jackie over Caroline, which sparked a very competitive nature between the two girls that existed until their deaths, basically. Oof. Um, the legacy that Jackie left be- left behind for their time in the White House has a name because of her. The J the JFK administration is referred to as the Camelot years. She single-handedly gave the presidency a mystique that no other first lady had provided before. 
Jackie met JFK at a dinner party in May 1952. They were attracted on a somewhat surface level, pretty much, knowing that they checked all the boxes for each other. You'll do just fine. Yeah, like she was beautiful and educated and he was wealthy and like, yeah, he was already, I think he was already in this. No, he was about to enter the Senate. Some people say now that it was actually Bobby and his brother Bobby and their dad who convinced that, who convinced John. There's so many names. <laughs> convinced John that she was basically a very good asset as a wife, mainly for her charm, poise, and education. Game of Thrones, mm. man. Game of Thrones. Yeah. So Jack proposed, and Jackie was actually, she was older for being like uh, a single woman at the time. I think she was like 22 or 23. So she had already, you know, you know how they were back then. Sure. Yeah. So she had, like, people were like, oh, she's never getting married. Da, da, da. She's uh, an old spinster. Yeah. Basically, they were saying that. Um, and there was even like her parents were worried about it. And then she had like quit a job at Vogue because of it, because she got like a year earlier, she had gotten a job at Vogue and she was supposed to be she was supposed to basically have the job from the Devil Wears product where she got to like. Interview people and then like travel to Paris and shit. Wow. It was like an internship, but it was like a glamorous one because, you know. Uh, but then on her first day, her editor was like, you should just quit and go back to like Massachusetts because you're too old to work here. You're not going to be married, which I don't know how that has anything to do with her career. It's actually yeah. better, but she basically yeah. insulted her and said that she was never going to do anything with her life anyway and she was too old to be there. And so she quit after that first day and left to go back home. And, you know, as we'll see, she showed her. Have you guys ever had a job like that where you're about to start and then the person who is going to teach you is like, you shouldn't do this, like to psych you out? Mm-hmm. I mean, I've had interviews like that where I was like, yeah, okay, so I'm not going to try during this interview then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when I was a kid, I was I was trying to study veterinary medicine for a little bit. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, I, I did. It was a long time ago. Uh, uh, was and- this back in 1963? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. <laughs> it's back during slave times. Uh, no, uh, but <laughs> so I met up with this uh, this veterinarian. I'll never forget him, Doctor Maddox. And he met me, and he was just like, "You don't seem to have." The fortitude, older black guy, he's like, you don't seem to have the fortitude for this. And blah, blah, blah. He was really standoffish. And I remember being like, well, fuck you, man. <laughs> you know, and then just being like, well, I guess you're right. <laughs> just like, I want to do something creative. I don't want to do this. Well, it's like, a, I always see that as like an army thing. Because that's probably what they do in the army. Where yeah. they're like, you can't do yeah. this, you maggot. So it's like, yeah, that's why I never went to the army. Because I don't respond well to negative reinforcement. Neither do I. <laughs> Unless somebody's like... You could do this, but you can't, or you won't. And then I'm just like, all right, well, creatively, I'm interested. Well, I don't want to do it anyway, so shove it. That's not. That's my response. Yeah. I don't want to do it anyway, so fuck you. Shut up. Stop thinking about me. That was pretty much my response to (laughs) Dr. Maddox. And I remember, I think I flipped him off. (laughs) Well, to be fair, the Vietnam War was going on, so he was probably... Oh, does that? <laughs> it was the Civil War, actually. I told you it was slave, <laughs> oh, it slave was times. It was the Civil War. Oh, oh okay. it was 1762. Yeah, oh. I, I am. 
I, I look good for me. He age. had just come off the Million Man March. Exactly. And he was feeling real. Uh, um, I also had a time uh, machine, so I was jumping around quite a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I was, oh, I see. Yeah. Well, welcome back. No problem. I just finished uh, hooking up the pyramids. Oh, nice. I put in the last brick. Hooking them up. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we called it back then. Yeah, like, like, let's, oh. let's hook this up. And we all were like, oh, it's not, yeah. <laughs> um okay so <laughs> is that where the phrase the hookup comes from yep yeah that's exactly okay. ancient, i've ancient, always felt weird saying that ancient that's egyptian so. you should feel weird it's not yeah. right yeah. <laughs> uh so jack proposed and the two were married in september of 1953 the the two of them faced a number of personal setbacks together in their first five years of marriage JFK had spinal surgery that was near fatal in 1954. Oh. So he was bedridden for months. Jackie lost two children in miscarriage and one as a stillborn in 1955 and 56. <sighs> After this, they sold their Hickory Hill estate to Bobby Kennedy. And him and his wife Ethel moved in with their growing family, which they would eventually end up having 11 kids in total. Mm. Jeez. Jackie and Jack, or Jackie and John, however you prefer it, would eventually have Caroline, their first daughter, and their son, John Jr. So, you know, we could do a, a huge, you know, like a seven-parter on John F. Kennedy. So I'm bruising through a bunch of stuff. Sure, that's, that's <laughs> yeah. fair. Oh, we're, sure. just getting, we're just getting to the juicy stuff. Right. Yeah. Um, so... JFK announced his campaign for presidency in January of 1960, and the couple campaigned together on the road until Jackie became pregnant again. She stayed behind in Georgetown, and then in November, JFK won against Nixon, and two weeks after he won, their boy JFK Jr. was born. Oh. Once they were into, once they were, you know, the first couple, the two became pop icons, as we all know. They were like their days, Barack and Michelle. Right. You know? Yeah. Because um, they were also, also the first Catholics that were um, elected. In, in the, yeah. And so that was a big deal. Yeah. JFK was a known womanizer when he was single and after he was married. Whoops. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is what you would often say. Wait, you mean that love didn't change him? I'm shocked by that. <laughs> his affairs and trysts with other women remained an open secret until after his death, after which many of them have been all but confirmed. Uh, his secretary, Dave Powers, while he was the president, often procured him the women that he wanted. Diamond Dave. <laughs> <laughs> So, <laughs> a diamond in the rough. No, that's perfect. <laughs> Before he was president, the senator was well known to hang out with the Rat Pack. Through he just he what? just seemed like somebody who would insist on giving like forty different nicknames. For Absolutely. Somebody. I mean, he hangs with the Rat Pack, so yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. He's all walking in. Hey, Tiger, Scout, Troop. <laughs> yeah, like we have we have nicknames. <laughs> Tuffy, Coach, uh, um, Mickey. <laughs> no, 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 no. You're the mouse man. <laughs> <laughs> so while hanging out with the Rat Pack, he met Judith Exner. 
who was ex-girlfriend, more like on and off girlfriend of mobster, of mobster Sam Giancana. I think that's right. It's papal. <laughs> Judith later confirmed uh, after he died. Judith later confirmed that they were that they slept together. Um, that she transported quote unquote packages between JFK and Sam. Oh wow! And even had an abortion after she became pregnant with JFK's child because he was well into his marriage. Whoa! With Jackie. Um, yeah, we used to be together. We used to do stuff all the time. <laughs> And Sam would give me packages to give to him. And one time, he took me to the clinic. <laughs> he said something about getting rid of a bun, but we didn't go to a bakery or nothing. <laughs> He's like, pipe down. The affair, yeah, the affair <laughs> continued for years until around 1962, which is roughly a year before JFK's death. Then while he was in office... Uh, we know that he slept with Anita er- Anita Ekberg, who is the star of La Dolce Vita. Ah. He slept with Marlene Diedrich, who yep. had also had an affair with his dad before him. Gross. Whoa. Yeah. Oh, would you do it? I mean, you, no. you're, no. you guys are married. But would you do that? No. No, it's a special kind of complex Nobody. I think you have to have. To, to, to do Nobody that. would do that. Nobody would do that. It's gross. I, I it, think if it, it depends on the person. Look, if I, it was I think like it's a complex, it could be a complex. I don't think I could do it either. <laughs> to be honest with you, but I have a feeling like, look, if Charlize Theron was like, I also had sex with your father, I would be like, how long ago? Like, <laughs> she's like yesterday. <laughs> okay well she's like you washed yourself i i kind of see what you're saying from that point of view because jfk did he obviously had a like a a preference for famous actresses yeah so maybe it didn't matter that she was with his dad more mattered that she was a famous actress also like (laughs) he's like according to the scoreboard that gets me more points (laughs) look i think there needs to be i think i'm gonna i'm gonna just say five sexual partners past my father and I would be game <laughs> because then I would know that she's had sex with five other people past my father. So there's been five other, you know, things going on. Yeah. So then I'm like, okay, I could do that. Five alternative I mean, timelines. If it's Charlie Theron, I would, you know, I would <laughs> high five my dad on the way in. Like, let's be honest. Like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. If it's Charlie's there and I don't know why I'm being picky. So he also slept with a White House intern named Mimi Alford, who wrote an entire book exposing her affair with the president a long time after his death. Hmm. Um, she was like 19 at the time. So kind of gross. How long of a book was that? I mean, was it just like one page? We did it. <laughs> it's like, it's a, it was a pamphlet done in Shining style. Yeah. <laughs> we did it. 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 <laughs> I mean, he sounds like a like truly just degenerate. Cause yeah. she, I mean, oh. according to him, she uh, she had like dared him, dared her for some reason. I don't know the whole context because I didn't read the book, but he, I did read this excerpt from the book where like he dared her to give Dave Powers a a blowjob in front of him when the next time he came into the room. What? Yeah. Ugh. You should have seen Diamond Dave's face. 
<laughs> he was like, I heard about the bonus, but this is ridiculous. <laughs> That could have been smoother, but this whole thing is really alarming. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's horrified. Uh, that's like fucking, that's 2000 behavior, man. Mm-hmm. There's also two girls. Oh, shit. Na- nicknamed Fiddle and Faddle. Fiddle and Faddle? Mm. <laughs> oh, God. The real I, name- am fi- I am Fiddle. This is my sister, Faddle. Hey. <laughs> I prefer Faddle. <laughs> Whatever. I prefer Diamond Dave. <laughs> you can have him. He's in the, he's in the front. Time. Dave's cowering in a corner. <laughs> he's like, no more, please. Okay, I'm sorry. Uh, the real names were Priscilla and Jill, and they were supposedly uh, hired as White House secretaries, but their only like duties were to accompany the president on trips and skinny dip in the pool. Fucking brazzers over here. Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> well, I can, but you also got to be like, I'm sure like every other president is just like, come the fuck on. Like, we've been doing this for years and you're just going full tilt. You know, it's just <laughs> like, can you slow down a, just a scotch and not because he basically ruins it for everybody. For I a don't while. slow down for anybody. <laughs> if anything, I'm going to speed up. I'm the Boston train. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, he call, Next stop, your house. Pe- he <laughs> called his penis the Boston train for oh, yeah. sure. Massachusetts monster. I call my balls. Oh. Ba- I call my balls <laughs> baked beans. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you gobble them up? Let's have a tea party. Phil, Faddle, get on it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Once, while Jackie gave a tour of the White House to a French reporter. She came across Jill, which would be Faddle, I think, <laughs> and said to, the refre- to, said to the reporter in French, this is the girl who is supposedly sleeping with my husband before <gasps> continuing with the tour. <laughs> and I'm sure the, what was it, Fiddle or Faddle? I think it was Faddle. Oh, I'm sure Faddle was like, merci beaucoup. Yeah. <laughs> Just like, and had no freaking idea what was happening. Merci beaucoup. Yeah. Charmed, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm wearing pink today. <laughs> These poor just, women, they like, don't know it. They, they, like, this, is, this is like the height of being a, a, a woman in politics in some ways at the oof. time. They're in they the White are. House. They work in the yeah. White House. They mm-hmm. have a White House like title. They don't, you know, this is, it's the culture that JFK and many men before him created. It's that. So we hope they were smart. And we sure we're, I'm sure they were. I have a feeling they probably were influential in some political things. They were probably like, you know, as they were blowing Diamond Dave, they were like, <laughs> you know, I think maybe we should think about uh, you know, uh bumping up social security. <laughs> He's like You should uh-huh. tell the Cubans to fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> Can't make my jokes. They're too. They're too raunchy. <laughs> Absolutely not. Ah, <laughs> um, a true gentleman, everybody. Thank you, guys. <laughs> so it's a, It's even said, and I don't know if this one's true, but I have a feeling it is that her own sister, Caroline Lee, Caroline, slept with John F. Kennedy. Really. After they were married. Yeah, I yeah. can see him doing that. Uh, 
And there is a quote from um, Caroline, one of Caroline's ex-husbands, where he references it and he says, you know, but, you know, you still don't know if it's true because it's like rumors, but probably true. Where he says that, like, you know, sometimes she she was just cruel and she would she would show off and take Jack, Jack being John at JFK, into the other room and sleep with him and come back into our room and show off about it. Damn, dude, your wife is a That is tricky. Mm, tricky, tricky, tricky. It's trickier. (laughs) Tricky, tricky. Meanwhile, when all this is going on, this is what JFK is up to, Bobby and Jackie grew very close. Bobby Kennedy served as chief advisor for Jack during his campaign. And then when Jackie suffered her first miscarriage, it was Bobby who stayed with her at the hospital, not Jack. Hmm. Bobby was already married by the time Jackie Kennedy came, or Jackie uh, Bouvier came along. He was married to Ethel already. So, but he was oh. the one, he was the one that convinced Jack that she would have been a good wife. Hmm. So despite all their messiness behind the scenes, Jackie maintained a very clean public image and a very private one. She oversaw the restoration of the White House. This was her big contribution as First Lady. Uh, Before her, presidents were allowed to take furniture with them when they left, when their term was over. So when she got her first tour of the White House before JFK became president, she was dismayed at the lack of historical like assets in the White House. And when she got in there, she made it beautiful again. She called presidents and their estates back and was or. And said, can I have the furniture back? <laughs> and oh, good. Basically made it a, a museum and brought a historical richness to, to the White House. Oh, um, well, that's good. And she that's started dope. a bunch of archives about um, American history. She started a bunch of important stuff. That's great. Yeah. That's really great. She understood the importance of history and was basically the first first lady to bring that to the American public. One of her most notable, like, one of the things that people of, of that generation remember a lot is that she gave the first televised tour of the White House, too. Hmm. Then in early 1963, Jackie was once again pregnant. I jumped forward a bunch, but yeah. And um, her baby, sadly, her baby would be born too early hmm. and with undeveloped lungs. Hmm. John by then president in his third year was present when the baby passed two days after being born. It is said that this brought the couple closer together than ever before. And that between August and November, they were more tender with each other than they had ever been and had spent the most time together. But I find that an interesting thing that people say, and maybe it's true. Maybe the time they were together they were super loving with each other, which is good and and wonderful. But in October, a month after the baby's passing, Jackie was still understandably depressed and agreed to join her sister Caroline on a yacht with Greek shipping magnate Aristotle Onassis. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> the Greeks are back. The Greeks are back. We never went anywhere. We're still here. We're still doing our thing. Shipping magnet. That's me. I will say, if anybody has an issue with uh, uh, Cash's portrayal of a, of a Greek accent, um, 
go watch Hitman's Bodyguards, Hitman's <laughs> Wife's Bodyguard, where Antonio Banderas does not change his accent one bit, but plays an affluent Greek man. Hello, um, I am Greek. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but so, you know, from Greece, born in Greece, loves Greece so much. Uh- <laughs> Antonio Banderas. <laughs> so I'm just the- saying. <laughs> The Greekiest of the Greeks. Yeah. Yeah. Also, if you if you do have an issue with it, uh go on YouTube and type in Papa Cristo. Yeah. And you'll understand what it's where what it's all about. Yes. <laughs> We've talked it. about this. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> <laughs> Aristotle and Caroline, who we will refer to from now on as Lee, because most people refer to her as Lee. Aristotle and Lee had an ongoing affair. Oh. In public Though Lee was married, Lee was on her second marriage, and she was a princess. She was married to Prince Stanislaw Albrecht Radziwill, a Polish prince. Uh, but she was she had this affair going on anyway. Mm. Uh, so anyway, the two sisters left for a month long journey on the yacht with Aristotle. When Jackie got back. She told reporters that she regretted leaving so quickly and for so long after her child's death. And then she kind of just went back in, blending into being the first lady as per usual. Then, on November 21st, 1963... It's a great day. What? I said it's a great day. Oh, shit, never mind. (laughs) Only three years into JFK's presidency. Oof, Wow. Cash. Hot take. Hot take by Cash. Hot take. <laughs> His face right now is like hidden from camera. I don't even know why I said it. <laughs> I love how he's hiding from camera like that yeah. matters. Like, like we're not going to totally keep it in. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Okay, this is a sad thing. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. You heard it. Cash said it was a great day. Great day. Everything's good. Oh, my God. Okay. So, only three years into JFK's presidency, he was shot in the head while riding in a motorcade. Jackie was right beside him. I think we've all seen the footage. And if you haven't seen the footage, it's available on YouTube everywhere. So, uh, watch it because it's super sad. Uh, JFK died in the hospital shortly thereafter. Afterwards... Jackie refused to take off the pink Chanel suit that she was wearing when, the a- when it happened, and it was splattered with blood. She even wore it while she stood by Vice President Lyndon P. Johnson as he took the oath swearing him into the presidency. And she told Lady Bird Johnson that she didn't want to take it off because she, quote, wanted them to see what they'd done to Jack. Really? Wow. wow. The unwashed suit was donated to the National Archives, and it won't be made viewable to the public until 2103. Why? Wow. I don't know. It's, it's part of what Caroline, her daughter, decided afterwards. Wow. I had no clue. You could look at pictures of her and footage of her as she stands by Lyndon P. Johnson, and she still has the, the suit on. It's not bloodstained, is it? It is. There's splatters of blood in it. I was trying to practice what she, what Natalie Portman as her would sound like saying it earlier. I'm going to try to do it. But it kept coming out Southern. 
That's okay. <laughs> she said she wanted them to see what they'd done to Jack. Pretty good. That's pretty good. Pretty good. That's really good. Thank you. In 1964, so that's sad. That's 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 what happened. Oh, that's really sad. Yeah. Jeez. So uh, we'll get right we'll get right back to Jackie, but we'll jump forward a little bit to 1964. And I wanted to mention that another one of JFK's previous mistresses, Mary Pinchot Meyer, who was married to CIA agent Cord Meyer while she was having an affair with JFK, was shot in broad daylight and killed. She really? died, and her death remains unsolved. And well, then you wonder. Sorry. Yeah. Well, I mean, shot. What? Yeah. CIA. That's. She was married to the CIA. He probably had affairs. She definitely had affairs uh, with JFK. Um, she died after JFK died, which has led a lot of people to wonder if she was killed so that the, the affair wouldn't come out. Because it wasn't out at the time. Now you can, like, now there's letters published online and stuff that he had written to her. Like, come out of suburbia. Come visit me here. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well, I wonder how many times they questioned her husband. I don't know. He's like, I'm I mean, in the CIA. Maybe then. none. He was like a big deal in the CIA. Fuck. Oof. I mean, there was also Marilyn Monroe, but uh, that one had nothing to do with Jackie or probably had nothing to do with JFK. I think Marilyn Monroe died in, was it 63? I think it was earlier in 63. But most sources now say that JFK and Marilyn Monroe didn't really have an affair. They slept together probably once, uh, you know, because it's like it was like totally accepted and it almost, you know, expected. Yeah, that's the JFK handshake. <laughs> 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 and they slept together once and then he asked her to sing at his birthday. And she oh, did. yeah. And she's like, happy birthday. Yeah. Birthday, birthday. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, can you fucking not? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that was yeah. That's the biggest like. God damn it, these women! Like, <laughs> I mean, I would love to be a reporter just to, just to have the open mouth of just like, oh, what are we all yeah. seeing this? Yeah, it kind of uh, reminds me of. Uh, Mad Men, when What's-Her-Name sings the French song for Don Draper. Oh, yeah. Oh, I never saw Mad Men. Oh, yeah, wow. And he's just like, stop. Yeah, he's like, fucking one verse. (laughs) Yeah, because that was my first thought, too. I was like, holy shit, this is a long song. Back to Jackie. After her husband's death, Jackie moved to Manhattan. In the time following his death, John's brother Bobby would become a type of guardian for Jackie and her kids. He spent most of his time with them, leaving early to be at her place for breakfast. For example, that was one of the many times that friends would observe her friends would observe him at her house, even though he had Ethel and 11 other kids of his own. What the fuck? Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This went on for years, up until 1968, when Bobby, like his brother before him, ran for president. Jeez. Before Bobby ran for president, though, 
He was asked by reporters about it, and he said, quote, it depends on what Jackie wants me to do. So everything, every, it was like they were together, basically. They were very close. Um, they weren't affectionate in public, but they were very close in public. And then people would say that in private, they would see them walking around, holding hands. They would take vacations together. Once... Ethel was there one time, but there was another time Ethel took the kids, both Jackie's kids and her kids, to a skiing trip. And then Bobby and Jackie and a couple of other people went on a separate vacation. What the fuck? This shit is gross and weird. Oof. But I mean, I think that's like, I think that's like, like you were saying, it's like a different class of people. I don't think like those people can have successful relationships. Yeah, it's because, not about like, that. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's not about finding somebody. It's about finding somebody that's perceived to be a good match. So, and while you're like screwing people on the side, so. I mean, we don't know, and we don't know everybody's dirty laundry. But just based on what we do know, look at Eunice and Sergeant. Yeah, there's no like scandalous reports of their affairs, and they just did a bunch of good because they like being good to other people. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and yeah. they saw a lot of, I mean, he, at least she saw a lot of pain growing up, you know, with yeah. Rosemary. I don't know. That just goes to show you, it's just people to people. It's just scandalous. Scandal. Hurt people hurt people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Plus, they're bored. Like, these people are incredibly bored. If all they're doing is sleeping within each other, that's the best we can hope for. Oh, yeah. Honestly. Yeah. We don't want it to turn into an army hammer situation. We, yes, exactly. These are rich, bored people. <laughs> so this is the worst thing they're doing. It's like, yeah. it's fine. Keep that to yourselves. You girls will be over here. Hey, uh, I'm going to bathe in your blood. <laughs> I'm going to eat no, your ribs. No, no, no. <laughs> he is not satisfied anymore. <laughs> um. <laughs> So while this is going on and Bobby and Jackie are spending all this time together, it's likely that Aristotle, Aristotle Onassis, came along again and started courting Jackie as well. Really? Yeah. Because yeah. wow. by then, Aristotle and, and Lee are over. You know, he had asked Aristotle, he, he had asked Lee, please don't renew your vows to the prince. And she was like, I have to renew my vows. And Come on, like, don't do it. it. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll get my biggest revenge by getting your sister. Maybe. I don't know. Because then on June 5th, 1968, Bobby had been nominated as the Democratic presidential candidate in California and South Dakota. So he was on his way to becoming the president, Democratic presidential nominee. Mm-hmm. And it was mm-hmm. during that celebration that he would be shot by Sirhan Sirhan. And died 26 hours later. Mm. Jackie wasn't there. She was like, I forget where she was. I think she was recovering from something. She she wasn't there. Then, But she rushed to the hospital with Ethel and Ted. And, but he died, sadly. Um, then in October in, of 1968, so later that year, Jackie married Aristotle Onassis. Yes. i win i win i did it is it was a it was kind of a surprise wedding in a way where like 
Well, once people found out about the relationship, which I don't think was long before the wedding, because A, they didn't have that long. It was June to October. Mm-hmm. Um, that people found out about the relationship and they were like, oh, they were so disappointed in her. They were like, she went from being like a revered first lady to a woman who's just like, will marry anybody for money. And it's like, fuck you, dude. Fuck, yeah, seriously. Fuck, fuck you. Fuck anybody who thought that. Yeah. There's also, there's this book, there's a great book called um, Janet Jackie Lee. I think it's that. It's like Janet Lee. I'll post it. But it's about it's about like Jackie and Caroline's mom and, and them too. Hmm. And so according to that book, Lee was really good friends with Truman Capote and Truman Capote was kind of okay friends with Jackie. But anyway, so Lee finds out about the relationship and she calls Truman Capote and she's like screaming about how she could do this to her because she knew how much she, lo- she loved him and like, she couldn't believe she had done this, this and that. But I mean, if it's true that Lee had slept with John in the first place, I didn't. This is just sort of affair. Yeah. So many people believe that Aristotle offered Jackie basically protection and safety for her children because he had his own private wealth. He had his own private guards with machine guns and all this and endless amounts of money to continue protecting her. Because at this point, two men who, you know, both JFK and now his brother have been shot dead. Mm-hmm. She's wondering if her kids are next. So she's, it was probably, once again, a very strategic move on her part to marry this man who will clearly take care of her. I couldn't imagine just doing all those strategy moves with like love and stuff like that. Or not love, just, just it's crazy. Yeah, but that's what Jackie was kind of, she was bred to do that for lack of a better term that's true excuse me you know she was like have her that's what the society she grew up in Mm -hmm. you know yeah yeah. it's like you are a political asset yeah you gotta play the game you gotta yeah exactly yeah uh yep yeah so my only hope is that they did they did care for each other that's what i hope i hope that they cared for each other in some way on a related note then in 1969, so a year later, Ted Kennedy, by then a U.S. senator, was involved in the death of a woman named Mary Jo Kopechny. A lot of people refer to this as Chappaquiddick incident because it happened at Martha's Vineyard on Chappaquiddick Island. And what happened was, what happened was that, what had happened here <laughs> is that Ted and Mary got in a car and basically, they broke. They were having a party. They broke off from the party, and they were going to go hook up somewhere in the woods, probably. Something happened, and Ted ended up driving the car off of a bridge, and the car plunged into a place called Pucha Pond, which is not what I thought, a very shallow pond, but actually a very deep pond. Hmm. Ted escaped the sinking car, but Mary did not. Instead of, like, running to the nearest house and calling the police, Ted ran back to his friends. They supposedly tried to make some attempt at rescuing her a second time. And when that didn't work, they tried to go get the ferry to go from one edge of, like, the island to the other or whatever. And the last ferry had already arrived for the night. So then Ted jumped in the water and swam across to like the ferry way to his hotel room 
And they ended up not reporting the whole thing until the next, like, late the next day. That is a cover-up. It's a huge cover-up. Ted does come out later, and he makes a statement about it. Like, it sounds, honestly, it does sound like it was an accident. Like, Ted was drunk. And there's a lot of, we we could do a whole episode on it. We could technically do it for the exclusive episode. But I don't like covering things that just are where a woman is just the victim. So I don't know. We'll see. Um, Anyway. That was another death. Ugh. That has been attributed to the Kennedy curse, even though it's not a Kennedy. But a Kennedy almost died because he did almost. He he was in the car when it happened. That's one of those things. If something like that happens and you don't go to the cops, you go to your friends. It's like, all right, I'm already on full alarm. He's a senator already, too, though. Come on. No, I know. It's a, it's a whole thing. It's like a crazy case. It's a <laughs> yeah. total cover-up case. Um, but when he was making that speech, what I was going to say was that he he was he acknowledged the Kennedy. Well, he was like, I some he's like when it all happened, I wondered too if there was like some awful curse hanging above the Kennedys. So it's interesting. Mm. That is interesting. <clears throat> okay, so then jumping forward again. In 1973, Aristotle's son and heir, Alexander Onassis, died in a plane crash at the age of 24. Christina, Onassis' daughter from his previous marriage, convinced Aristotle that it was Jackie's fault because she had brought with her the curse of the Kennedy family with her. Oh, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. He turned her, she turned him against her and... He started making plans to divorce her, but he died in 1975. Oh, man. Mm. He left most of his estate to his daughter and to a foundation set up in his son's name. Jackie got a reported either 10 to 25 million out of it all, um, which was all brokered by Ted Kennedy. After this, Jackie did not remarry anymore. She went back to work and did have a relationship with a Maurice Templesman, who gre- who helped uh like quadruple her fortune, and then Jackie died in 1994 after being diagnosed with Hodgkin's lymphoma. She was only 65. Hmm. So that's the. <clears throat> there's a lot I kind of just skipped over for Jackie. She had a, she had a quite a life, but she died young, and yeah, mm-hmm. it seemed that the curse followed her just as closely as it followed Rose. Yeah. Oof. Then there's I'm gonna I'm gonna run through these all these other deaths. Okay. David Kennedy, one of Bobby's sons, died of a drug overdose in Florida in nineteen eighty four. He had suffered from an addiction since a car accident that had caused him to have chronic pain. His brother Michael also died in ninety seven in a skiing accident in Colorado. Oof. In nineteen ninety nine Jackie's only living son, John Jr., died in a plane crash. Another plane crash. Jesus. Before her death, Jackie always warned her ju- her son to stay away from planes because of all the plane crash deaths that had happened in the Kennedy family. But when she was gone, there was no one there to stop him, and he died in the crash along with his wife and sister-in-law. Oh, my God. That's awful. In 2011... Ted Kennedy's only daughter, Kara, died of a heart attack. 
in 2012, Robert Kennedy Jr.'s recent ex-wife, so she's a married in Kennedy, uh-huh. Mary Richardson, killed herself by hanging. Um, her daughter, Tara, she's survived by her daughter, Tara, and I think she had one other child. Her daughter, Tara, has been in the news. You might have heard of her because she was, she was uh, one of those wealthy influencers who then also bullied some reporter. And so then her dad came out and was like, she's banned from Instagram and Snapchat. <laughs> okay, cool. Great. <laughs> but she's, you know, she's still on there. She's Kennedy Curse. <laughs> then in August 2019, Saoirse Roizen Kennedy, granddaughter of Robert and Ethel, died of an accidental drug overdose at the Kennedy compound. Then finally, on April 2nd, 2020, Maeve Kennedy McKean disappeared with her eight-year-old son during a short canoe trip in the Chesapeake Bay. Maeve's body was found by divers four days later. Fuck! Jeez. Um, There's still a lot of Kennedys who are still alive, but not many are left in politics. Ethel Kennedy, who has obviously seen some shit, uh, is still alive and kicking at oh, 93. Good. Wow, good for her. Yeah. Wow, yeah, that's great. And that is a small sliver of the Kennedy women. God damn. Wow. Well, thank you so much, Maria. That was awesome. Yeah, you crushed it. Thanks. Thank you for it was a wonderful story. And uh, yeah, we'll probably come back and tell some tidbits here and there, but this was a great comprehensive story and I really loved it. Thank you. Oh, so hell much. yeah. It was great. Thank you. Thank you. I approve. I know that that's <laughs> I don't it's know crucial. I, yeah. All right. We can, we can release the episode. Thank you guys so much. <laughs> uh, uh, thank you guys for listening. If you have any recommendations on topics, please email us at the bloody podcast at gmail.com or find us on Instagram at bloody podcast. Please rate and review. Uh, we really appreciate those who do. All right. Thanks, Cash. Thanks, Maria. Good. 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 Good.